Welcome to Keiko Talks, the weekly podcast where conversations about life, hot topics, mental health, and more take center stage. We are your hosts, Caitlin and Courtney Geiger. Together, we explore thought-provoking discussions with an ambient vibe that inspires open and honest dialogue. So sit back, relax, and join us for some insightful conversation that will leave you feeling informed and inspired. Welcome back to another episode of Cake for Talks. We are happy to be with you on this lovely Friday. Today we are talking about um, filming and or recording during private conversations and or I guess like arguments. Um, so we recently watched a video of a, I guess like an ex-married couple. How do I say this? Let me be an ex. Yeah, an ex-married couple have their, I guess, post-divorce they one or the other or maybe both I don't know we'll see has uh released a recording of the other that is not in the greatest of light so um we kind of got into um I guess like a a little bit of a debate about whether or not you should be able to record um during or should you record during an argument or without consent I guess if you will so that's what we're going to talk about today Courtney you have anything to add um, I think we should just add that they are a YouTube couple, so they have they are a public. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, they're very public. Yeah, yeah, they're very public. That's so true. that's why that also I think heightens tension because they already have this relationship with the camera, which is like they record themselves mm-hmm. all the time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I yeah, that's, I guess that is important to add that they are uh already social media. I guess like influencers, if you will. So that uh. You're not just like Which, a regular couple that doesn't yeah. like, share their lives. They share their lives. Yeah, and also they're pretty well known, I would say. So it's like all like all eyes mm-hmm. on the situation now, which we know everybody on the internet loves drama. So here we are. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So this is what kind of sparked that. Do you think we should give them like a little background to the video? Yeah, just a in case they don't know. Okay, so like I said, they're a married couple. Um, the ex-husband released a video basically not putting the wife in a great light. I didn't think it was really like, I don't think he like slandered her or anything like that. I personally didn't think so. But it definitely was um, not depicting her in the best light, right? However, I will say the caveat is they are going through divorce, right? Because it did not work out. And divorce will show you, will show you the reality of some people, right? So I think that's kind of like what maybe he saw in that. And that doesn't mean that she's a bad person or anything like that. Um, But like I said, he just, he, I guess they were having some marital issues and he pretty much picked up a camera and was recording her behave other than what she appears on social media, um, now we do not know that as her norm as, as the public, but maybe he does, you know, so who knows? But anyways, you can definitely tell that the video was unconsensual. Um, and then ex-wife made a post. Non-consensual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Non-consensual. And then the wife, ex-wife, excuse me, made a post on social media saying that, you know, like he didn't depict her how basically slander and, um, uh, she's gonna release a video, so I guess we'll see. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a little tea. If yeah, which is like it's kind of messy, but they included yeah, it is. the rest of their drama. So yeah, yeah, because they, they were very like 
they just kind of like disappeared off the internet for a while and they're like oh we're getting a divorce and then they were like oh we're never gonna talk That's about it always is it's like yeah, you put everything else positive out and then the second mm-hmm. something goes left all it's right like, well, let me no hide under a rock mm-hmm. yeah okay so the real debate here is because i think that you sh- i don't have a problem with being recorded in the heat of the moment and i think courtney mm-hmm. is on the opposite end of that and she's like absolutely not like don't do that you know uh, so, i just find it deeply invasive i i mean don't be wrong i think it is invasive but i feel like if that's not your true who you are then it's like I mean, you were fine showing the the great parts of your life. You, you should be okay showing this, your true colors. I think that's mostly true. But then where's that line between, like, we are all different at different times and with different people all the time. That's what mm-hmm. the complexity of humanity is. That's mm-hmm. how, you know, serial killers are able to get off is they present one way to people and then are someone very different behind mm-hmm. another door, right? Yeah. So. And I'm not saying, like, we do this thing where, like, I got to show up 100% all the time this way. I'm always me. I'm going to keep it real, right? Like, we always do that. But the reality is we all adapt according to different environments. Sure. That's the truth. And I'm not saying that, like, and, like, emo- in an argument situation, emotions get heightened. That is mm-hmm. what an argument is. And having that added layer of somebody else is watching me, this third party the camera is watching me which can be distributed uh-huh. however many ways puts uh-huh. this extra eyeball in the room that not only can be manipulated but is also it has this level of tension like i it takes a humanity out of this argument this the personal uh com- conflict out of it now it's like broadcasted which i think for this couple we're talking about because their life is already on camera it's sort of ironic because it's like, well, you put everything else out. Mm-hmm. But it's like there are moments that do not have to be recorded. And I think arguments yeah. are one of those things that like I I like I'm torn between it because I think I think there is some validity to like, okay, you can record when somebody is like harming you or somebody is like whatever, whatever. Yeah, but so emotional like, abuse is not gonna be like physical. I know. But I feel like to whip out your camera as a reactionary thing, like a gotcha kind of thing, that's how a lot of people use it as like, oh, gotcha. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that may be the case. And I think that's the risk that you run. But I think also, too, it's it's a form of protecting yourself as well, because there are people who are not going to show that to the public like this couple, if you will, um, just so they can save face. Right. And so who's to say he wasn't? abused in all actuality oh he absolutely could have been abused i'm not saying he well he wasn't abused uh-huh. and she could have been abused because nobody would believe him if he didn't have that video to be fair i don't even feel like i don't, I don't know i would never have like i've never would like maybe some emotional abuse with the physical abuse like I would have, you would have, you could have never told me that because she's such a like gentle person, like from what she, her aesthetic, you know what I mean? Her aesthetic wise and what she was showed on camera seems very, very gentle. Mm, I, I think that's like, why people liked her. But I feel like, well, at least from what I saw in the video, to me, now maybe I didn't see the whole thing. I didn't see her like attacking the person the spouse, ex-spouse, I saw her like snatch the phone or hit the phone. I'm not saying that was right either, but 
I think those are two different hits. Now, what we saw on camera was her hitting the phone, hitting the camera, whatever he was holding. Mm-hmm. But apparently, me, that that goes back to my the my argument, which is she got irate and angry when she saw there was this third. He started he pulled. No, out she was phone irate and angry as before. like a gotcha. It was like a she, gotcha thing. I, I think. Like that. I, I mean. I feel like because I think especially in those type of moments when if you are constantly being abused, it's going to be like a gotcha moment because obviously the abuser doesn't want to be caught. Correct. It's going to be that. And then I don't you didn't watch the whole video, but in in some of the 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 recounts that he was telling, he was basically saying that um, basically she's abused him in front of people, his mom. And his brother specifically is what I remember. I think it was a couple other friends and things like that or something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. So this is not his first rodeo. He has just never caught it to be able to have proof. So maybe it was a got you. But at the same time, like at what extent is enough is enough? Like like I said, if he had gone to someplace and he didn't have physical proof, nobody would believe that man. That the, the first of all, not only just because it's a man and a female, well, not just because of like who they are social media wise and who she appears to be, but also because it's male females. Like men can't be abused, you know. Like that's just not possible. Mm, I think that's bullshit because I because they can be abused. I'm just saying to me that didn't. It looked to me like she snatched. She was like more snatching the phone, and even the video footage that he showed. He, I'm not saying what happened or didn't happen behind closed doors. All we have is what he showed. And to me, he it's not like she put her, her hands on him. She snatched the phone. Yeah, we didn't see that. But I mean, my thing is like. And she snatched scene. her baby away from his mother, which, mm-hmm. and, and I'm not saying that that's right either. But it's like, I, in the heat of a moment, I can see emotions mm-hmm. getting enraged. Yeah, but that's what and, I'm saying. Like, what is? Why do you have to get that irate? Like, that's what I'm confused about. But we don't. We also don't know. We don't know what he said to her. We don't know what she said to him. And you don't know how people get triggered and get inflamed. We don't. Yeah, we don't know. Saying, All do we know work. is when he snatched out the phone and was like, "Gotcha." That's what I'm saying. Do the work because it's like that's not necessary, especially in front of your children. Like, because your children, and I think that's the sad part about like divorce for kids is the how they see their parents turn out. It's not necessarily the actual divorce; it's how their parents treat each other, and mm-hmm. how they treat the kids in the midst of that, and then how they make their kids basically, you know, put them in a competition to play against parents. That's the traumatic part, and so that's exactly to me what she was doing. Is like. First of all, like, I don't know. I, I actually used to watch this couple quite a bit uh, growing up. And so th- the grandma is was a huge support system for them and was, like, very in the kid's life. So why are you snatching that baby out of her hand? Like, the, first of all, she didn't do anything to the baby. It's between you and him. Y'all can just have a conversation. Correct? Why are you snatching the baby out of her hand? First of all, second of all, the baby's going to feel that. Your hostility. So th- th- that's not making sense to me. The baby. I don't, and, and well, the camera too. You were fine putting your life on camera for everything else. I don't think she should have snatched a baby. They should have. I think they should have holistically had a better way of handling that, especially in front of the children, if they could have. I'm just saying we know humanity and we know people aren't that freaking uh, in the heat of a moment. People, all therapy speak tends to go out of the, the window. Okay. 
And there's like been plenty of times where I felt like we were the kids and the, that situation, like that couple had, like there's plenty of times we've been snatched out of somebody's arms or drug here or drug there because the adults were fighting. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying I know how those situations can get. And to, you know, whip out a camera as a, like, I gotcha, that starts making problems down the line. When you can, that can easily be switched into and manipulated into something that's not the full story. But I think that's the very reason why I'm in support because I wish that we would have had cameras to record the behavior that were going on in our home because that would have, or in our temporary home, I guess, um, because that would have mitigated a lot of things. Like nobody could believe that that was actually what was happening. Mm-hmm. Nobody. And so having a camera and showing the light of this person in all actuality would have been, in my personal opinion, a saving grace. Because nobody, nobody believes it. I don't think to this day anybody's like him. That's comprehensible. And because he has a really good facade. Like seems very charismatic. Not even seems is very charismatic. I, think people do, I actually do think people, people who know him enough, I think do believe him. Do believe I think if you know him that. enough. But usually that's because you're at the hands of the abuse at that point. And that's too late. And so this person was able to hide because nobody really knew, nobody really spoke up about it, nobody really had proof. And so that was the the exact reason why he was able to continue to perpetrate and be abusive, period. So that's what I'm saying. Like, in this situation... In all seriousness, what other ways would he have, what other ways I feel like was he supposed to go? Like, what other means would he have been able to protect himself? To me, I guess I would have liked to have seen, like, the entire, like, all of the footage, not just 20 seconds on my phone. Like, all day. Yeah, but he may not have had that, though. But I know, I'm just saying. And my, the other thing, too, is I wanted it. I just want to see the other perspective. Yeah, no, that I'm not I saying didn't what he see. didn't. I'm not saying what he he experienced isn't real, because mm-hmm. obviously it's like on camera, and mm-hmm. you know. But I'm saying what what easily could have happened, and what would have been the same for our situation is even if we did have a camera, say, you know, the way our abuse looked was it would just randomly spark up on like a Saturday or a Sunday afternoon, or right, whatever. What if he had already done his damage and then by the time we whip out the phone, it looks like he's not doing shit? You know what I'm saying? Fair enough. Then you try again another time. And and so then we continue to wait wait to get abused to catch him. But that's what I'm saying. That's what he was already doing. Waiting to catch somebody. But that's what he was already doing. Is that not right? He was already still getting abused. Like that wasn't gonna change. You mean to tell me like if that was not the first time she's done something like that? No, I'm not saying she. that is the first time. Obviously, they have, have had serious issues to even get to that point. But what I'm saying is I feel like we didn't see the immediate before and after. All we saw was when he whipped out his phone. And I mean, for he does show a little know, bit of after when she, like, storms upstairs. And she's, like, cussing them out. And she's like, you'll never see my kids again. Sorry about Okay. And that, like... And she's got to own that. Like, it's on camera. You said you'll never see my kids again. Mm-hmm. You know, that sort of thing. Um, but I feel like I just, I want to see, like, what what happened the entire day. Like, there's your side, his side, the truth, and then this footage. I mean, if you ask me, the real honesty lies with the footage. 
Like th- that's well, showing both I parties. I guess I just don't. Maybe I think it's it might be because I also because I'm a filmmaker and I just see footage as highly manipulated. I see all cameras and everything recorded as highly manipulated or able to be manipulated. Some, I mean, it can be, and I think it depends on what you are showing, right, and how you show it. Don't get me wrong; I do think that is a huge part of it, right? Because mm-hmm. things can be taken out of context. Now, the problem with that is uh, I think that the camera is just replaying what has already happened versus like in the art world, you are making something happen that may or may not exist. That's that's the difference. That's Um, true. But I also, well, what I will also say is, okay, so I'm only ever shooting raw footage. Whatever I decide to point at is already a personal choice that I'm making. Sure. Yeah, but it so doesn't I'm already discount the fact that this. we're replaying something or are we making something. I hear that. But I'm saying even in that replaying, I'm only replaying a portion of the truth. I'm only ever mm-hmm. replaying that 20 second, 30 second, 40 second, 50 second clip. Real time is vast in comparison to what my phone can record. Sure. But All I'm saying if, is if I you want are recording time. what's actually happening in front of you, then that is real time. That is what we would consider the the, the third truth, not his or her side, right? We the, are recounting yeah, the truth what, for that I well, I will say it's the truth for that moment. What I'm but what I'm saying is these things are complex and difficult and have been going on for a long time. So it, before you vilify someone in this situation totally, we gotta look at like the conflict that's happened between both people. Agreed. No, and I, that's why I say I don't think you can just take the totality of what everything he's saying. Because don't be wrong, as much as you are a victim, I'm sure I think there are some. It doesn't seem like he's absolved of his faults in the marriage either. Yeah, you're telling um, me. I don't see him sitting back totally and just Nikki is like, oh, damn, I said their name. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever. Baby, from what I heard, they like take people's, uh, people who like post videos and stuff like that, they like take it down and they like go in. So <laughs> that's why I'm not saying their names. So, okay, I have to cut that out. Sorry. Okay, okay um, it's around 18 minutes. So, from what I've heard, these, this couple is, um, where was I at? Oh, I can't see. Personally, I cannot see the the person in this couple sitting by idly while the other spouse is like just beating up on them. Like I, you also were you. There's some level of accountability. I felt like this person needed to take some level. I agree with that. But here's the thing, though, because I think that there's a difference in. And structure and raising as well. Um, mm-hmm. If you don't know how to handle said things like that, then I think you would not necessarily be privy to that knowledge. You're just like, why are you doing this to me? Like, I'm not understanding. Like, you know what I mean? So I think mm-hmm. that can play into it. And from what I've heard, uh, Miss Ma'am has had a very, very traumatic upbringing and so i think that's kind of why he from what the video said he kind of like played a lot of things off because he was like oh this may be just like her this may be just trauma you know um Mm -hmm. and so and i think from what it sounds like i think um so let me backtrack a little bit i think they both went into the marriage thinking something different from what they got so i think they both went into into the marriage with ulterior motives um 
And to be fair, who doesn't, you know, most people are not just marrying. I hope not just marrying for love these days, you know, um, or marriage at all. Honestly, don't do it. Watch our video on marriage, please. Thank you. Um, I, so I think, I think expectations kind of got the best of what reality was on top of the social media thing of making things look like they were greater than what they may have been. So you also have that pressure, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And now you have, in divorce, you have, um, it seems like desperation from this video and it seems like disappointment. It seems like, just tiredness mental health is questionable and things like that and it seems like miss ma'am is definitely just taking advantage of that um it seems to me that miss ma'am was also like it seems very emotionally abusive (laughs) if you ask me very emotionally abusive very like if you're down i'm gonna tear you down more um and so that's why i'm saying like I, i that's why i'm like if it was me, I, I can see or I can I can understand why he's like, let me just pull out this camera and record. Because if this person has always pretty much always been abusive to you, you're you're probably going to be like, I got your moment. Like if I had the opportunity to go back in my abuse situation, I would be like, you damn right. I got you. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it'll hurt me. Like I'm telling Maybe you, like, the nature of it is is all yeah. pulling out your phone is always a gotcha. I feel oh, like. it is. I think so. I think it always is going to be a gotcha. Which and especially if you have something to hide. If you have something to hide, you're going to feel like gotcha. You know what I mean? If you were doing this behavior. I feel like even if you have nothing to hide, it still feels like a gotcha. I don't think so. Because I've been recorded so. in conversations before. And I don't feel like a gotcha. I don't feel. Well, it adds this extra layer, layer of tension, in my opinion, to the to the conversation. What is supposed to be just like a, in my opinion, a personal like conflict. I don't think so. It feels like, oh, well, I'm recording now, so watch yourself. Don't say anything I don't want you to say. That's what but it feels I, like. I, it's not necessarily you have to say anything I don't want you to say. It's just be mindful of what you're saying, like, period. And you should do that with or without the camera. I think you should like do it without the camera. If you can say it in camera. private, then you should be proud to say it in, when there is a camera. Like, I don't understand what there is to hide. That's what, like, gets me about it. It's like, what is there to hide? If you felt so comfortable enough to do it behind closed doors, you should feel comfortable enough to do it in public, especially if you're over here abusing me, babes. It's not about what's hiding or not hiding. It's what's public versus private. And you are sharing everything else public. So everything's got to be. So anything in so all private relationships have an underlying current of if I pull out my phone now, it can be public potentially. I mean, you run that risk in the world that we live in. So, I mean, because that could be true for a random person in the street, too. Could it not? It can. I'm just saying, I, well, I just know, like, privacy laws are when you close your your door, there's an expectation of privacy. When you that's step not really out, private, the, though. The moment you step outside of your door, that's, you. there's no expectation of privacy legally. Yeah, but even in your home, like, if somebody, say you live with somebody, that doesn't mean... That is private. Just like, I think, I don't know if you care to share, but in your uh, previous living situation, you had cameras in the home, right? Yes, but that was because it was a public space. We could not put a camera in somebody's room. A room is an expectation of privacy. I I don't think it's an expectation of anything. That's what the police said. So legally there was. I mean, sure, there may be legally, but if somebody put a camera in your room and you didn't know about it. Then I would have every every right to sue them 
sure, you could sue them, but good luck. I don't know. I mean, any case it's not that, that been fruitful it's from not that. that I'm like, it's not that I'm like, I don't have anything to hide. I'm not saying I'm a person who has anything to hide. I'm just saying that there is a an expectation of privacy versus public. And I feel like for this couple specifically, it's a it's compounded because they've already put so much of their life out in public. Mm-hmm. Things that would otherwise be considered private to people they put on the Internet. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I really I me personally, like I said, if I, it was up to me, I personally have no problem recording conversations. I've actually recorded conversations before. Uh not necessarily to share them, not to I mean, I'm not going to blackmail anybody with it, but f- for my first of all, for my understanding. And but the thing is we don't always know that about people. And especially when you get to a, di- a divorce situation, like maybe you wouldn't blackmail people, but that could be easily just as used to tarnish this other person's name, to keep them from business opportunities, to keep them from X, Y, Z, right? Like all of these things can be used just as much as it's used to like absolve someone of their, or to prove something. It can be used mm-hmm. to tarnish somebody else. Oh no, I agree with that. And I think that's the... unfortunately that is the nature of the game and that is why i say that is why i'm very big on be mindful of what you're saying then because you already know the world that we live in so you need to be mindful so you should be you should be talking like a camera is always on period because even when you're not aware that the camera is on camera could be on you could be a stranger in the street recording you doing something you should just be mindful i just think that that makes it it makes it very Maybe I'm it's upsetting because it's like living in a surveillance state. It's like your neighbors are suddenly the um everybody is what do they call that? Um everybody is uh, I forget what they, that word is. It's a, it's a common word. But it's like everybody is a watch, is an eye. Mm-hmm. Like handmaid's tale. You know, like everybody can report everybody. So you gotta yeah. like be on all the time. That's what it feels I guess that's what it feels like. I mean, that's what and it then, is, though. With the, and with I guess the, that's what it is. I'm, and then, like, okay, so you get as intimate as you do in a relationship with somebody, like your mm-hmm. partner, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm still, I'm even in the most intimate relationship I can possibly build. I'm still sleeping with one eye open. You know, I don't feel like you need to sleep with one eye open. I feel like you need to be mindful They're of what recording. you're saying. So somebody's so, watching. But you should be mindful of what you're saying then. Like, I, I don't, why is that not in a solution? That is the first, that is the first solution. I'm not saying that don't be mindful of what you're saying. But what I'm saying is someone can take anything out of context. Sure. That's but also true. Be, but be mindful of how you're saying things then. then it, won't, it doesn't have to be taken out of context. Then maybe we need to develop like a, a safe speak, like a way to speak about things that people know we are not angry and aggressive. Yeah. It, not saying that, because I think you can have those emotions, but I think there's a time where you just, it, if it's going too far, you just need to be like, you know what? I can have this conversation when I'm no longer triggered. I can have this conversation when I'm no longer angry. I can no, I can have this conversation when I'm, when I've had time to process and I can come back and I can effectively communicate. Um, and so I don't, me personally, I like, I'm a very, for the most part, I try to think about things logically. Um, and, and not saying that emotions are not useful, but having emotional conversations have always gotten me nowhere. So it's like, I'm, I, that's why I, I don't understand why people cannot see why. Just I think, think about what you're saying. But emotional conversations, we can't deny that humans are emotional 
Sure. Man, woman, child, whatever. So this whole like remove remove emotion from a conversation does not exist. Emotion informs our our decision making. Sure, it can inform, but it does not have to be the. It doesn't have to be your entire reaction. It doesn't. You don't have to result to being overly emotional to make a decision. No, you don't have to. But it's like okay, so say somebody says something that makes me deeply sad or cry then mm-hmm. I also need that emotion is informing how I'm speaking to that person. Sure. And, you and can, what I'm saying you to that person. You can say that without being abusive. You can say that without being Sure, uh, that's emotional. But then to me, that's not just removing emotion. That's emotional management and control. No, that's called, that's, but that's the thing that you can do yourself in controlling your emotions. No one's saying you can't feel how you feel. You're entitled to feel sad. But if you don't want to appear sad on, you know, a video footage or whatever, then maybe you should remove yourself and come back when you don't no longer feel this overwhelming emotion of sadness then. And I think that's a problem personally with society is like all we think about is, oh, this is how I feel right now. So I have to let the world know. And it's like, I can, I can understand that in a certain space but that's that is not conducive for long term of anything really because that that is how I've personally I was abused is because of high emotions I also feel like I don't know this just feels very parroting it's funny you said that's how you were abused but I feel like this is just parroting what our abuser would tell us which is you need to control your action and reaction to things at all time and don't have to don't basically don't have any kind of emotional reaction because I'm I'm just saying that's what he would say. Yeah, but I'm sure that may have been what he said. He said I'm saying learning how to conduct con- constructively convey your emotions so that it is not abusive and knowing how to communicate effectively to convey whatever you're feeling. That's what I'm saying. There's a difference. A yes, I'm, difference. I'm just saying our abuser used that language. No, that our abuser said don't have emotions at all. Don't feel sad, mad, happy, glad, none of those. That's what he said. And he, and he also was saying, because it was like, he didn't want any emotion coming up that would hold him accountable mm-hmm. for his actions. Sure. So it was like he did this like black and white thinking of either emotion or logic or something. And it was mm-hmm. like, um, no, our emotion is informing how we informing our, quote, logical decisions. Sure. I, and I completely agree with that. I'm not saying don't feel how you feel. I'm not saying that you can't even show if you feel inclined to show how you feel in public. You know what I mean? But just be aware of the repercussions of that. If you want to appear angry, go appear angry. If you want to be a Karen, go be in a Karen. People are going to find out. <laughs> that is the world that we live in today. And so it's just a matter of time before you you get found. So my way to think about that is to not necessarily cut off emotions because I don't think that's healthy. I think learning how to effectively communicate and I think learning when and how you want to show your emotions in certain spaces, period. Yeah, I just think that's wishful thinking because most people don't have that much emotional control. Oh, I agree. I think it is wishful thinking. But I think that's why. Yeah, I can can hear that. that. And really control themselves until like, okay, what am I really feeling right now? Because that takes time to process. And you have to stop the argument for that. Not necessarily. 
if you re- I think if you're in tune with self, you have sought out the correct resources. It's really not that difficult. I mean, me and you just had an argument just ideally. now. Me and you just had an argument just now, right? Like not not argument, like a little discussion. Um, and I was in tune with myself to know that you know what I'm really not. I can't really have this conversation effectively right now without being. Uh, defensive and probably petty right so it's best for me to cut this conversation off now before I say something that I do not want to say and make a decision that I do not want to make so it's best for me to cut it off and we can come back to this later now luckily you were like hey I'm, I'm down for that cool uh but if you weren't down for that then I would just have a little input because I know I already know where I am emotionally I already know where I am mentally and this is not a conversation that I can mentally handle right now that's it I think that's fine. I mean, that's true. I'm just saying we're acting like everybody is on their healing journey and everybody is not. Everybody is not there. And fact is, most people probably won't ever get there. No, I agree with that. That's, I just, that's, that's like a high having. emotional state. <laughs> no, I agree. And I'm not saying that everybody has to be because I'm not saying my way is the best way. Like, that's not what I'm saying. Um, and to be fair, like, I've, I've gotten these tools because I go to therapy, right? Uh, but everybody can't afford therapy. Agreed. Therapy is a luxury. I know. I know. Um, but that doesn't mean that you still doesn't don't have to be mindful of how you're treating others and what you're putting out to the world. You should. Yes, you, you should. You still have to be accountable for that. I agree. You do have to be accountable for that. I'm just saying it's gonna. These situations are gonna continue to crop up, like this couple, mm-hmm. and you know even our skirmishes because of different. Because of things that sort of are like disadvantages too. It's like who has access to this type of healing work that they can do? Who yeah. has the time to go get this? Well, they type clearly of don't have work. the resources. <laughs> What'd you say? That's what I'm saying. These people okay, got money, and they yeah, obviously yeah, look like they, they have really they have, have other issues. Yeah. So, so and then issues. you got to be in a place personally to even accept this kind of you know way of being and to change your action. That's a lot. Most people are not doing okay. that. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I think, yes, in a perfect world, we all well, be able to be ready to be recorded. What'd you say? If that's if you then you need to be ready to be recorded. I mean, maybe that's just the solution is like because everybody can't go get therapy and become like, you know, uh, emotionally in tune and controlled that they can't like. Then I guess we just got to like live in a surveillance state. I don't know. But it does feel I mean. I hope you understand the, it is scary to think that things that otherwise would be private, I guess, are um, now public. On I mean, some I think it is something to definitely think about, you for know. sure. You know what I mean? And I think that, like, getting to this place is, is definitely, like you said, something to think about. However, I, I think the difference is, this is another form of accountability, and I'm all for accountability. I think and so. As the, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I think as the viewing public, people who are not in this relationship, I still think that we should always, we need to be media literate as well, right? That this is mm-hmm. footage, that this yeah. is one person's perspective, Absolutely. that this is, um, that there is something that happened before a long relationship that happened before. Mm-hmm. And there's things still happening afterwards. So that yeah. this is one little blip in time. And I'm not, that's not to discount what did happen in mm-hmm. this footage, but that's to say that this is part of a bigger situation. Mm-hmm. And so I think Agreed. as a viewing public, we need to be, they need to 
learn, you know, be aware that you can be recorded at any time and they need to like be able to get to their highest emotional control state. But we also, as a public who consume this stuff, got to realize what is footage, what's not, what's being manipulated, what's being, what's not. What's Yeah. I mean, I always say take it with a grain of salt now. Like, Mm-hmm. Always, because there is there's certain things that you may not understand or have for context. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And, and I think, I, we, think I was going to say, when we were having a talk about this previously, you know, who's to say that he wasn't abusive to her, too? You know what I mean? We don't we don't we're not privy to that information yet. And so yeah. I definitely think take it with a grain of salt. But I think that in this very moment, we only have the information that he was abused. And the video footage is what is holding her accountable for her actions. Yeah. I, I just think, well, yeah, and that's that's true, 100% what you said. Like, we only see what he is seeing right now. Mm-hmm. I just can imagine that it was either some buildup for a long time or, like, mm-hmm. would that would it change your perspective about the footage you saw if he had, what we didn't see was him slapping the shit at her before hand? Would that change the perspective of the footage for you? I'm not saying he did that. I'm just saying. If not that kind of aggressiveness happened, would that not change? Would that change your? I would. I would be like, well, this is both instead of just one. Oh, exactly. Like, yeah, I'm, but that's. I'm, I don't think that would change my perception. I think they both were abusive, and I think they both had ulterior, ulterior motives. Like, I think they were both probably abusive in both ways. Yeah, I mean, and, that's to what, be fair, I like I, I don't think there's any relationship. Somebody is not deeming something in the relationship, quote unquote, abusive. Yeah. Like, I don't think that exists. Um, Even if you consider, like, at some point in a relationship, something's going to be triggered to cause said abuse to happen, I think. Mm -hmm. Or for that to be the norm, unless you do the work to correct it. Which is why, obviously, therapy is a luxury, but I say go to therapy, right? Um. And I think this this couple falls victim to that. I don't really think they did the work to either, maybe one or the other, I don't know, um, to to do the introspective work before probably marrying and or even having children because I'm sure that's traumatizing for the kids too. Um, to see mom and dad fighting. And maybe even after doesn't well he's confirmed that he's offered therapy and she's like no i'm not going so obviously we can only take that with a grain of salt because who knows there's lots of nuances and things like that um but either way like abuse is abuse is abuse if she's being abused and he's being abused you're both wrong you're both wrong yeah and that can be emotional mental physical like it, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter. Abuse is abuse. It's abuse. I think I agree. That is all wrong. Like if they're both abusing each other, then they're they're both wrong, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, if you only took that one person's footage, if you only saw that, you would think that it's only one sided. I mean, maybe yeah. But here's the thing, though. Here's what I I cannot understand, right? Um, Miss Ma'am would have, or I guess I'll ask you this: Do you think Miss Ma'am would have ever addressed said abuse if it was not public? Mm. 
Well, I'm going to preface by saying I was not a big follower of them, so I don't know this person's personality in depth. Sure. But I do feel like um, probably not because it seemed like before this was released by the other partner mm-hmm. that they had some sort of unspoken rule that they were not going to basically discuss because until then nothing had come out about mm-hmm. anything in their mm-hmm. their relationship so yeah. and there was some sort of unspoken rule and honestly i feel like the one partner who released the footage is um like set it off like okay well you want to light the fire let's go yeah yeah and, and i, I well, that's what, what i think from my gathering from the video, he basically was like, he didn't, he, they just finalized their voice like recently. And so mm-hmm. now he feels like he's in this space. He said his mental health is suffering and he just needs someone to talk to. Um, and then on the top internet? of that, just, well, I think, I think because I of know. the, apparently, basically she like pretty much like cut off his friend, not cut him off from him, but like was selling a narrative to all of the friends that they had so that they would not be friends with him kind of thing. So he was basically being isolated. Um, And so he, she said, well, he said she, she even did it to with his parents and stuff like that. So it wasn't just a, it was like, it was more than just a loss of like wife and kids. It was like extended people too. Um, and so I, wonder, okay, I do wonder, and this is why, like, I don't want to just make it seem like I'm a, defending someone who's like an abuser because yeah. it seems like they, to me, I just feel like when this person says you're selling a narrative, everybody has a narrative. You sold a narrative. You got on the Internet and sold a narrative. What if this uh-huh. person, what you consider speaking the truth via this video? What if this person was just speaking the truth to these people and they decided they didn't want to be around you? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's fair game. You know no, what I'm saying? I, I agree. We'll continue. And, but but I did think that doesn't take away from isolating. Like because yeah, that is a true. form of abuse too. And so that's why I'm saying we need both sides because both sides will will can can clear it up. more than yeah. likely clear that up. So that's why I'm saying, like in his video, he right said now. like this is not Bible. You know what I'm saying? Like this is how he feels, and he's entitled to feel how he feels. And to be honest, yeah. he came from a very uh, emotional space, I think, making the video. Yeah. Uh, which is why I think personally speaking that that would have been something to gather your thoughts. I think come back in a non-emotional space, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, th- this is one of those examples, but um, I do think because- that like we cannot take away from isolating be a form of abuse because you're basically making this person, you're setting them up to, for you to abuse. <laughs> that, that's the yeah, whole that's premise. True. So, I, yeah, that's the isolation is a real form of abuse. I, I guess when I always, assume somebody is isolated due to abuse it's always they're keeping them like physically and they're keeping all connection points away from that person and I'm not saying that this that that didn't happen because like I said I don't know the full truth we don't have the full truth but to me it sounds like if they already separated and you still can pick up the phone and go to whoever extended family house this is before separation. This was before that's what separation. he's saying. That's what he, that's he like starts in like chronological order, and he was he was saying like it was pretty much like slowly but surely he was like she was telling false narratives of things, mm-hmm. um, that he, she was basically just telling them false narrative of things when things would happen in their in their relationship that would cause them not want to be friends anymore. Okay, see, I was thinking. That, so this is not just after marriage. I think some people uh, even after, after marriage, marriage I was like after no, no, marriage, was like, if you're during separated, relationship. Like, 
Yeah, no, this is like during, during relationship. Like it, it was not just a after an after relationship. I think there were some a couple of people after relationship that probably were just like, I have enough. Like enough is enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, especially if they're constantly see, hearing these things. I can see being a third party being like, I just want hands off, none of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly, that's, exactly. That's how messy. I would move. I'd be Divorces like, are very messy. It's not just, messy. you know, the the husband and the wife losing. It's everybody because everybody, this, these yeah. two people were everything for everybody for probably a long period of time. So mm-hmm. it's not just, even like when it comes to like friends groups and things, usually your friend groups as a couple and stuff, things, things like or that. Split up. So like you lose a lot of things. Yeah, you do. You do lose access to people. And like, and... A lot of times people only have, some people only have friends because of this partner that they're with. Mm-hmm. So like, I can imagine if your partner leaves and they had all the friends to begin with, the other people are probably just going to leave and that could be isolating. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm just, that's why I want to know the full story. I just want to know Agreed. everything. I don't want to, cause I'm like, I hear what you're saying on this video, but I realize that this is a video from your perspective explaining. The thing is, if I hear everything, I don't think release. it would change anything. I think I would still I, I be just like, you're both wrong. Full context. I'm, I'm I've never opinion. met a complete divorce unless it was like infidelity or something like that. And I'm just like, oh, every, you're just completely absolved of all fault unless it's like, you know, like I said, uh, infidelity. But other than that, it's like everybody plays their part. Like exactly. That's why I'm like, that's that's why the video sort of, in my opinion, infuriated me because I could I just saw our abusive parent going on the internet doing some crap like this when we know what is actually happening. And I would be okay with that. I'm like, okay. And that's why I wish I had proof to prove you wrong. See what I'm saying? Yeah, and that and that requires more of the full story than just exactly. what this what one saying. angle the is. is. Definitely necessary. Recording should footage from both sides. Agreed. I hope she comes with receipts. She better come with receipts, or I'm just gonna be like, oh, I was gonna say, I just it just it just felt like to me this this per the person was just like this is my perspective. This person's like wrong, 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 and I was like, okay, if he took even a shred of accountability in that video from what I saw, I would have been more like understanding you don't think he but held himself I accountable like, i don't it didn't feel like it to me it was like this mm. is what so-and-so did to me i was just trying to be a good little husband and little, and i was like i know you were going back and like you cannot tell me they were not going back and forth i mean you if you read me. their text messages it corroborates his demeanor if you ask me like he seems like a know. very like uh non-confrontational type of guy which let's be fair like no, I hate to make this about race, but a lot of caucus people are like very non-confrontational, like very fearful of confrontation. You know what I mean? Not always. So, um, the ones I've met definitely scared. <laughs> definitely well, I, scared. Yeah. Uh-huh. I guess some of the ones, some of the ones I met seems very scared, but some of the other ones they feel like they can say or do whatever they want. Maybe that's just to me and my personality because I also have a non-confrontational but... personality. What do you say? Yeah, that might be white privilege, but but some of a lot of them will use they to me jamie was almost on some white woman tears that's what i almost felt from the video really? and i feel I like i feel I like that's that, what though. oh damn i said the name again oh you about to get us blocked to me the the partner was on some white woman tears which to me that's what where you can say whatever you want i think white men do that stuff too of like i'm being attacked by a black person therefore my story holds more weight because the big bad black person is mean to me. That's what it felt like to me. I 
I don't I didn't get the I didn't get the tears. And I don't be wrong, I hate that we like categorize that as white woman woman tears because I I I think the white woman's tears is only comes into the play into play when we talk about race, right? Mm-hmm. In this case, race and obviously is a factor just because of no, it is. It is because we, we're mama's not black. Like this is not racial. It, no, it is racial, but that's on, what I'm saying is that that also can minimize the actual abuse that's still going on. Yes, you know I mean? it can because it makes you. It makes the viewer more skeptical. Like, okay, are you yeah. just like what is you gotta? You know, there's a lot of things they got in play here due to mm-hmm. the nature of their relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And their their relationship the has a lot dynamic. of little nuances. I mean, you even if you don't want to talk about race, even just the, the different dynamic and how they were raised, even the different environments and how they're raised. He mm-hmm. is was raised in the country they live in and she was raised in an African country. So big difference of raising, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, and cultural differences and, and different things of that nature. Um, and so that also is a factor in, but that still doesn't take away from being abusive. That's why I'm like, that's what I can't get my head around. It's like, I, I understand like th- these things are very, they're very complicated and there's a lot of little nuances that go into things that's why i couldn't just take his word because i was like i agree i agree we need both sides now don't be wrong and like i said she has to come with receipts or i'm going to just be like please don't even waste my time if she just comes Mm -hmm. and she's just talking i really don't have to i don't really don't want to hear any talk i need to see receipts even with him he was talking i hear what you're saying i hear what you're saying i need to see receipts okay text messages Mm -hmm. videos all of these things i need to see it you know what i mean and I think, too, another thing is I don't the only reason why I wouldn't say that he didn't give accountability is because I have nothing to corroborate whether or not he gave it or not, which would be her mm-hmm. point of view. Um, because right now we're only hearing one side and we've only ever heard one side about what's been going on. So this is all just like fresh knowledge. Uh, obviously, you can't take it for gold because, you know, somebody's memory and recollection of things can be very skewed, you know, which is why, you know, footage comes into play and would be useful and which mm-hmm. is why you should have receipts. But I can't say he's he didn't take accountability because we have nothing to corroborate his accountability or not. Nothing. We have literally nothing. She's never <laughs> once been like, I'm I abusive. You can take. I think you can take self-accountability and say, well, this is also, I would believe it more if this person said, I am, um, I recognize that despite all of this going on, I too was also participating in, like that's even holding yourself accountable mm-hmm. versus just, okay. oh, well, conflicting, you know, whatever, whatever. Like there's been plenty of times where I was like, well, so-and-so did so-and-so this to me. And then I changed my perspective on it and said, you know what, but what was I also doing to make so-and-so behave that way? Mm-hmm. And I can recognize and say, you know what, I didn't treat this person the way I could have or mm-hmm. maybe should have. And that's okay, probably why they that. also... I can see know, that. Yeah, he definitely didn't like, give that He could have done that and he didn't, he didn't do that, which made yeah, me no, he raise an eyebrow even further. Video. But the video was... Say, well, what are you video- hiding? Agreed. I will. Yeah, I do think there are a little secrets on his end too. But I, um, I do think that the um, the video was to to shed light on why he left Jamie. I mean, why? He, oh, yeah, I said it. We might just leave these names in. Honestly. They find it if they happen to be down on the internet and find For those. Real, okay, really well. scrolling to find it. You really, uh, <laughs> it must be meant to be. Right. <laughs> um. What was I saying? Oh, I um, if I don't even know what I was saying. Uh, if 
don't know, whatever. It will come back to me, hopefully. Whatever. I just feel like he could have taken accountability more. That's what That was the biggest, because that's also an abusive thing, too, is everything happened to me. I didn't do anything. Yeah, and but I think BS. when it comes to abuse, it's not typically your problem. You know what I mean? Like, when it comes to abuse, sure, you can take accountability and, like, okay, how can I move forward? And, like, not letting, not staying in a victim state. Mm-hmm. Um, but typically, abusers are abusing you because you are a person of opportunity. Like, there's something wrong with them, and they're putting that on you. Like, you are the person that, you're just, like, the victim. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're just well, the target. Because if that's the case, then why are you, like, why do people abuse their kids? Typically, the kid's not doing anything but being a kid. I just think abusers really think that they are abusers. Oh, great. I would agree with that. They don't see themselves as abusers. So, like, they see themselves as, like, a lot of times probably just advocating for themselves. Yeah, maybe. Which way I should go to therapy. I agree. Because I, even in myself, I had to recognize that in some ways I was an abuser. You know what I mean? As much mm -hmm. as I didn't want to be that, I can't negate that somebody else, I was, to somebody else, I was an abuser. And at bare minimum, because abuser is a big word, a heavy word, I will say bully. Mm -hmm. But to me, bullying is a form of emotional abuse. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and, but that's, but to me, that's like taking accountability and saying, I know what my behavior was. Mm-hmm. And so but that's I, also probably why, because also part of your narrative is, well, why was everybody else treating me like this? And it's like, well, what was I doing to everybody else uh-huh. to make them also behave X, Y, Z way? Uh-huh. You know, yeah, and maybe, I just, I, I didn't know. feel that totally from this, the person who posted the video. I felt uh-huh. it was very much, he was, and they do it under the guise of this, like, oh, I'm. I'm just sharing my side, my side, my side. And like, that is your side. But you are, you are part of somebody else's side. Agreed. Please at least Agreed. recognize yeah, that. I do agree with that. You have to take accountability because just because you appear as a victim on your side doesn't mean that you are not the victim either on theirs. And, so. and that's what made me raise an eyebrow because I, besides the footage, it made me raise an eyebrow because that in combination with the got you makes it like you're not, you're evading accountability. That's what I don't know. I feel like I need to see both sides so I can hold both of them accountable too. Uh, But what I was going to say earlier is, to be fair, he did name the video why I, you know, left this person. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, I don't know. Maybe in the future he'll talk about some other things. Who knows? I don't know. I really, I just want to hear Nick. I just want to hear the Miss Ma'am side. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Because that would. I think that will clear up a lot of things, um, especially if she comes correct. I hope she comes correct. Thanks for listening to part one of our discussion on recording arguments. Make sure to tune in next week to hear part two of what we had to say. Bye, everybody.